guys, welcome to another episode of the Unqualified Preacher Podcast. My name is Ine Mudo, the host. And today, <laughs> I have a very special guest. <laughs> I just had flashbacks the last time. But yeah, I have Hi, a very Inem. special guest. Hi, everyone. Uchi. It's great Hi, to be Uchi. here again. Yeah, last I, last one I'm was so really glad. awesome. So I'm so glad that we're doing this And thank God we finally figured out a way to make it happen. Corona be damned. <laughs> yes, thank good. So let's just get right into it. Today we're talking about <laughs> scene. What to do when you fall down. When you sing, like saying that, I remember this um, Tony McCulloch's song, um, "We Fall Down But We Get Up." I feel like, as a church, we've created this um, culture of perfection, and it leaves no room for anyone that, that has that makes a mistake or that falls. And it's almost like we do not say we 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 preach about you know giving a life to you know God, and you know you need to. Do, make that important step but what happens after that what happens after i make that step and i become i take that step and i become a born again christian and i you know swear at someone or i refuse to forgive someone or i have either have sex or kiss someone or just do something that i know i'm convicted and i know that is wrong what happens after i do that as yeah. a believer because now you're no longer in the world you have given your life to you know christ but then you are still struggling with your flesh so that's basically what yeah the and i think it's a good conversation to have i think it's always a timely conversation to have um no matter what time it is yeah it's something that as long as we're on earth we will struggle with sin um even paul says it that you know the things i want to do um mm-hmm are the things that I, I don't do and things I don't want to do are the things that yeah, I do yeah. and you know he, he goes on this rather dramatic tirade but very accurate you know he says who will save me from this body of sin you know <laughs> but you know at the end of the day it's thank God for Jesus and Jesus is the one mm-hmm. who saves us from this body of death and sin that we inhabit you know um, for me I think the most important thing as a believer is to understand the word of God and the promises of Yahweh concerning us as individuals as believers and what does it really mean to be a believer what do we really get when we surrender our lives to Christ I think all of this is really important because if you know who you are in Christ it's easier to know that you can do something bad but you're not a bad person doing something bad doesn't make you a bad person because you always interpret yourself from the light of christ you know and from the knowledge of who he has made you to be um i love prince of egypt and there's this number that says you have to look at yourself through heaven's eyes and it's a great song and he has a great message and i really agree it's really important to really see yourself through heaven's eyes because if you look from this plane perspective is really everything and if you're looking from the plane of the natural you know and from where you're mired in sin then you will always feel defeated but when you elevate you know the bible says come up hither when you come up to the level of christ 
then you're able to see a bird's eye view of what is really happening you're able to see that though the righteous fall seven times they get up again and that's really it's in, it's a scripture it's in the bible jesus knew that we would yeah. fall you know god knew that we would fall you know the the bible is is filled with saints who fell and fell and made horrible mistakes like some of the mistakes that if <laughs> if we knew some of them we would like judge and judge but god accepted them not only did god accept them he identified with them um you know jacob was one of the worst liars and deceivers that you could have and his whole family they had a pattern of lying you know from him lying about his wife to isaac lying about his wife to jacob deceiving his father with the help of his mother who was his father's um distant cousin you know it's a whole thing down to his wife lying to her father who was his uncle so the whole family they had a problem they had a pattern of lying um but the crazy thing is that when god actually transformed him he changed his name to israel you know and kind of wiped out that whole lineage that whole thing of being a deceiver usurper and gave him a new name but then when god was reintroducing himself to his descendants yeah. he didn't say i'm the god of abraham isaac and israel he said i'm the god of abraham isaac and jacob so that that's just shows that even with our sins god does not disqualify us and that was in the dispensation of old before christ so how much more will he identify with us now you know mm. the bible says that if we die with christ and we suffer with Christ surely we will rise with him and we will reign with him the bible says that we are already seated at the right hand of the father we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus so we must always keep that eternal perspective that i may commit a crime a sin do a bad thing but i am not a sinner anymore and that's the thing that whole I'm a sinner saved by grace. Yeah, it's good to stay humble yeah. and all, but that is not biblically true of who you are as a be- as a believer. When you come into Christ, you're not a sinner anymore. You're a saint, and to keep identifying with your sin and saying I'm a sinner, it makes a mockery of the finished work of Christ because Christ has translated us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of His glorious light. So we've changed. The old man is dead. The body of sin is dead, and now we've come into Christ. It's all we are doing now. It's not a. It's not a journey of perfecting our spirits. Our spirits were perfected when we came into Christ. It's our minds that we renew, and the Bible says we should renew our minds daily, constantly, with the Word of God, and transform our thinking yeah. so that we. Are conformed to the image of Christ, so it's in us. We just have to catch up with it. So yeah, yeah, I agree. I guess it's. I was thinking about something, and then you kind of touched on yeah. it about the um, sinner saved by grace, because reminded me of something that I've always mm-hmm. had a problem with. When people say I'm only human or I'm just human, mm-hmm. I think that that's just. Yeah, insulting good because you are not just human you are more than that and the more you continue to look at yourself as i am just human then you stay limited and you stay 
within that mindset and it's, it doesn't let you see yourself the way God sees you and yeah, you're right perspective is important and how how we word you know that how we view ourselves how we think of ourselves yeah, is very important and another thing that occurred to me can you hear me and that thing okay another thing that occurred <laughs> to me okay guys we haven't figured it out we are doing this virtually <laughs> so that's what i'm saying <laughs> can you hear me like you know now everywhere uh, all over the world tv shows are trying to like figure out a way everybody trying to figure out a way to do stuff virtually so <laughs> we have to be on the corona uh, train but um <laughs> another thought that occurred to me because i i think this mm-hmm. conversation is more tailored to anyone who has ever, any believer yeah. has ever felt like i'm not good enough like my church is perfect human right. beings and somehow yeah. i keep lying i keep going back to that thing that i hate and just yeah. in that love hates relationship with your body where it's just like i hate my flesh like i i know that i am saved but my flesh keeps you know tripping me and how do i get out yeah. of that that's that's just that's the target audience for this conversation in case you haven't figured that out um so since that's target audience for this conversation something else that occurred to me is that there are different um journeys i feel like believers take there are some stories some people say oh i I gave my life to christ today and immediately i stopped smoking i stopped drinking and i the urge to have sex disappeared like those have been people's testimonies that doesn't happen based on what i've heard that doesn't happen to everyone yeah for some people Mm. you are saved but you still find yourself struggling. It's like there's something new and different inside of you. The way it is inside of you, but it's still you. And it can be yeah. difficult reconciling that. So how do I mm. reconcile the fact that I am in them the same thing I was yesterday, but somehow I'm different. And while I'm trying to live differently, this old in them, yeah. this yesterday in them is still like holding me back and it still it feels like I'm I'm trapped and I recognize the fact that I'm different I recognize the fact that it, it can almost make if you do not you know know who to talk to or have the right perspective or stuff it can make you feel like I feel like that's why sometimes people you know yeah, you hear the yeah. stories of I was one of those answering people. altar calls like 100 times I was one of those <laughs> because it's like I can't count the number you know, of times yeah. I've said the sinner's prayer okay. I actually can't count but yeah i think it's because for some people they don't have that should i say instant transformation it's gradual thing so how does one reconcile that that okay i am saved and i'm born again christian but i still yeah want to do the things that i was doing before i give my story something i've never actually said in like a public forum um, but before that, I think one very important thing that you said is surrounding yourselves with the right people. Um, recently, I was I was trying to get over something. This is not even a sinful thing. It was just something I was trying to develop more self-control in a particular area. It was actually Instagram. And I told a friend of mine. And um, okay. she basically told me, okay, so you're not going to check this page. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. And 
we basically set up a thing where if I wanted to check whatever she told me, we agreed, not that she told me, we agreed that I wouldn't check. She would, um, I would tell her. And then there was one day I was like, oh, actually, I feel like checking this thing. But the thought of having to tell you, oh, I checked this thing behind your back just makes it, it's just not worth it. It's not worth, even though I know she great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah it's not worth having someone yeah, even yeah, accountable just having that uncomfortable conversation of we agree that I the... exactly I want to keep your mouth very, to say oh that thing that I said I would not so it was do much I easier, as much as I was tempted yeah. to check the, the pages I wanted to check she had already told me if you check your phone will blow <laughs> so that threat number one and more importantly than that was really <laughs> the, the the thought of having to go and start explaining you know when people say i hate shalai yeah the the whole point of doing the whole shalai thing was already like mm. nah so it was easier to just do no and you know all my life and this this ties to the the, the thing i'm going to say all my life i had heard it said you know that if you want to overcome a lifestyle sin if you want to overcome a sin that doesn't want to leave you you need accountability and you know i feel like i had tried it but i never really committed to it and this was the first time i was actually seeing it in motion i realized wow this thing actually works it really works i'm glad god god used something really simple that it was easy for me to be open and transparent about with someone that i trusted and um you know it's easy to be about instagram now it's, it's less of a thing than setting certain sins um yeah. and god really just showed me that it's really 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 key because on your own you might not have the willpower to do certain things although if you actually do you actually have the power it's all in your mind so it's me that's been exercising the same willpower it's just that having that extra accountability makes my wife stronger and that's what we have in the body of christ when you surround yourself with the right people who are speaking god's word over you say now in you just give your life to jesus today you are a completely different person but then all the old ones that you had they are still there all the old things you want to do the ways you lived your life they're still there and now you're supposed to be this completely new person excuse me if you go back to the people who surrounded you before and this is not saying you have to ditch all your friends but if you surround yourself with the same company you kept very soon you'll be back doing the things that you were doing it's just almost automatic but if you surround yourself with people who speak god's word over you and you know the bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god you literally need to be hearing god's word concerning you because sometimes you lose sight of who you are you lose sight of god's goodness you lose sight of his promises and if you're not constantly being reminded and held accountable and held to a different standard it can be very very hard so i would say the first thing accountability is so important and two godly people around you that feeds into accountability if you have one or two people and this is not about telling your business everyone it doesn't have to be everyone in your church everyone in your circle of friends you just need one or two people who can hold you accountable who are not going through the same thing as you because you know you keeping each other's secrets but yeah preferably someone who has gone through the thing or has gone through something similar they might be going through their own thing but it's not the same struggle as you you know someone who's a bit 
who's been in the faith a bit longer than you yeah. really helps because they are able to guide you through the rougher terrain of things you're just going through sorry you were gonna say something yeah i was going to say that i don't want anybody to listen to it and <laughs> start to panic like oh my god where do i get friends yeah this christian life where eh, it really is easy if we yeah. just, if we just surrender as in sometimes i think about it when i'm not in my feelings about it <laughs> and i'm really just being honest to myself yeah. god has really he does all the heavy lifting our own is just to relax and enjoy mm-hmm. you know stuff and just surrender and as we we're talking about friendship um, accountability and friends and company you don't even have to think too much about it let me just give you an example all you have to do is just mm-hmm. like guy this guy in this context is yeah. good <laughs> please send people my way that will you know help me do this thing and you will see mm-hmm. how he will just you know clear your path like that that there are certain prayers that maybe I was in a mm-hmm. compromising situation and I did not want to do whatever it is that I would have done and I will pray I'm, sometimes I won't say God Mom, please protect me from myself <laughs> and he always comes yeah <laughs> he always comes through so don't think so much about oh okay how do I even start to find yeah. friends that I can now be accountable to just pray about it just give it to him and he will just send the right people your way yeah. now it's left to you to cultivate Very the friendship true. and be a good friend you know also mm-hmm. but <laughs> God to do the heavy lifting um I think something else that uh, came to mind. So I want this conversation to be very practical because I feel like sometimes when Christians talk, it can be very, you know, all up in the air. And for someone that is not on that level, it can seem like, okay, this is all good and fine, but how do I apply it in my everyday life? So I think I'll just say, maybe we should just share our three um, individual ways to deal with recovering from sin should I say like standing should I say sin like what do you do if you you can you know um, share your own experiences if you want like what did you in your own case what what were the two three things you did that helped you you know recover from whatever sin or whatever experience or sleep okay um so I struggled with sexual sin for as long as I can remember um and I'm talking about for as long as I can remember I I started to engage in some things that were just I had no business in from when I was a young child um and I was exposed to like pornography at quite a young age you know um it's funny the things that go on between young children you can find children you know a lot of things can go on between young children in terms of sharing really inappropriate content with each other but anyway that aside um by the time i got into uni i i i had i started engaging in sexual activity um but over time i I became a believer when i was 20 so it's been about six years it's been six years actually six years now but the problem was even though i i believed in my head i thought i believed everything that the word said it just it just was such a struggle you know um 
particularly masturbation was a problem for me it was just something that i would be fine today and then stumble tomorrow and the worst part was that um i was fine the gifts of the spirit were working so i was praying for people you know i was catching rema <laughs> you know i was good with the scriptures the lord really opened up the scriptures to me especially for a young believer like i understood things in a way that was like really weird so outside i was a really high functioning you know believer but on the inside i had this thing that was eating away at me and you know what it took so much of my energy it took so much of my time because i was constantly repenting for this same thing it was my prayer point for year in year out month in month out this is the month that it will not follow me into this you know all kinds of but in hindsight i i realized now that what i actually had not done was really settle myself number one that the word of god is true and it is to be exalted above anybody's opinion now even when i was i had become a believer i still was very laissez-faire about my friend's um sexual behavior yeah so it wasn't just about the company i kept i was very laissez-faire about the whole um their own attitudes to it so i didn't feel it was it was bad that i had friends who were fornicating you know you know they would tell me about their relationships i would laugh i would i would basically enjoy the conversation so it was like i was vicariously enjoying this through them so my mind was still in that place i wasn't actively reading my mind i wasn't seeing it as sin i was not seeing this thing as the word of god is true and this is what i should hold on to so for a long time that was the problem you know there were there were even other things like um homosexuality it took me years to accept what god was saying about homosexuality because i had friends i still have friends who are queer you know who belong to the lgbtq community even i at some point i i i dabbled in 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 that so it was very very hard for me to reconcile that this was a sin you know and it was it was a tough thing for me but it, it was a process of renewing my mind so i think i would have caught my journey by like i would have shaved years of my journey if i had decided that I'm going to take the word of God as true and I'm going to sit with this word and meditate on it deliberately, not by accident, literally every day, sit down and read God's word about sexual purity, about, you know, immorality versus morality and the righteousness of Christ, purity, holiness. If I had sat with it and said, okay, this is my struggle. I'm going to look for scripture. I'm going to read it day in, day out. I found that I was very reactive that's thing i was very very reactive so i'll call that number two i was very reactive so i was constantly falling and then going to god whereas i should have actually taken the stance of i'm not going to wait for this thing to come to me i'm going to launch an attack against this thing because i know my flesh you know if if you're someone who engages in sexual activity you know the things that like turn you on you know exactly the triggers too long i was engaging in my triggers feeling like james bond like nothing would do me i knew that if i kept certain company if i saw certain (laughs) people there was a likelihood that i would fall i knew that if i listened to certain music if i watched certain movies but somehow i just i think there was a bit of pride there where i felt like no 
go do me you know and i felt this yeah. it's still pride because i felt like so we are telling me that i have to stop watching all these and i love movies i love 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 movies so it's like you're telling me i have to stop watching all these films <laughs> that i love because you know because it's like so i cannot control myself i mean i can't control myself what do you mean but that was only prolonging my struggle i had to come to a point where i realized okay these things i love them but they are not helping me i have to let them go so i had to cut a lot of things out of my life i if you're someone that gluttony is your problem perhaps you're gonna have to let go of the ice cream and the pizzas and the cakes and all the stuff perhaps you're gonna have to avoid some people's birthday parties you know whatever your struggle is you have to avoid the triggers and you have to be proactive not reactive it's not when you get to the birthday party you start deciding oh maybe i'm not gonna eat the cake no you have to plan Mm. in your mind if you're going for the birthday party you already have a plan that i'm going to hold a cup of water in my hand and i'm not going to look at anybody's cake when they're cutting the cake i'm gonna excuse myself use the loo come back and continue drinking my water you know whatever it is that it is you have to make a plan and stick with your plan and be proactive for me i had to really pray about these things like proactively pray about it because the bible says that anyone that commits other sins sins against other people but he who commits sexual sin sins against themselves and there's a lot of there's a lot of spiritual consequences to sex especially when you have sex outside of marriage whatever form that may be whether sex with yourself or sex with others or whatever or pornography all of that has an effect and it opens the door for a lot of spiritual things to happen i won't go too much into that but those things they really affect your mind even you know um illicit sex it it affects the way that you see other people you start to objectify people and things like that so Mm -hmm. it's something where you have to actually sit down and say i am praying against this thing like it has to break over my life it's a stronghold it has to be broken so that would be my third point is really identifying this thing as a stronghold and praying your way out of it for me how the whole thing actually felt was literally staying in front of god's face and that meant i set a time each day i showed up in prayer and worship and at first it was just worship because really worship and praise is a weapon that will break things off you because when you're worshiping you're beholding god's face and there's no way that you connect to god or you experience god and you live the same way it's not possible if what you behold you become if you consistently behold the face of god there is no way that you will go back the same way that you are so one thing i will encourage people apart from the first two points of you know um believe god's word and meditate on it develop an action plan pray about it and seek god's face you know in worship as you are seeking him in worship he will speak to you that's the beautiful thing about our god we don't serve a god of wood or stone who doesn't communicate with us he will speak back to you he will declare his love for you he will declare his plans for your life you will hear god in ways that 
are just so beautiful and you will never want to let go of that feeling because you know what when you are stuck in your sin you're just focused on yourself but when you lift your eyes up on Christ he can show you so many things about yourself about your family about your community about the world about the nations about the call upon your life that you really just can't see when the devil has you so busy with yeah. patterns of sin so facing Jesus looking upon his face in prayer and worship is the best thing you can do to break any sin on your life because you know what if for nothing else you'll be too busy praising God to commit sin like if for nothing else you, your time will yeah. literally be spent True. in a different way when I started this and during the lockdown my life really changed um because at first I was just like my normal routine whatever but then I decided to do like a worship challenge and I've spoken about this to like everyone I know it really changed my life because because it was so time consuming to do that I, I as a natural consequence couldn't do other things like watching certain things spending all my time online doing certain things I just didn't have the time and slowly I realized that God was calling me out of that so it became a thing of consciously not even going to look at certain things watching certain things reading certain things I had to really draw away from that and really feast on God's word on his face you know and it's a it changes your life but in the way that your life was always supposed to change and sometimes we just delay our growth growth process um by staying stuck in certain ways because god god loves us so much as we are but he loves us too much to leave us as we are the destination christ and we must always remember that the destination is christ until we reflect the perfect image of christ we're not done so there is a lot of work in our minds that needs to be done so i guess those are my four tips for how to overcome the same hangover (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah i like what you said about yeah i always believe that there's no way i think it's like the cool thing to go online and talk about god and like you know but there's no way you meet god and you don't change god loves us the way we are but there's no way he you there's no way you continue on the journey with him and he lets you stay that way like his love transforms you renews you so it's just it's just going to happen if it doesn't happen then there's a problem there um okay so i think mine i'll start with Hmm. get up quickly that's my first advice or first tip is to get up quickly when we obviously nobody wants to sin you are a new creation you're trying to Mm -hmm. you know live like you should but what happens when you do sin what happens sometimes is that you just because it feels like one you don't have anyone to talk to because everybody Mm -hmm. every other christian just seems so perfect and two the enemy immediately comes in and says okay you see you're not saved enough or this 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 i knew you were just faking it whatever all the lies he comes in with it can make you right. want to lie down there and not stand yeah. up and that is the worst thing you can do for yourself the the longer you stay there the more difficult it is to get up so my number one tip is to stand up immediately like as soon as you you're like oh god i mm-hmm. sinned get up immediately like they even i know it feels it feels like should i say it feels messy and wrong like 
ah, I feel so dirty right now. Why am I going to go? Let me go and clean myself up. No, anytime that we try to clean ourselves up by ourselves before coming to God, we are like children that are trying <laughs> to clean our own bumble. Yeah. And we just end up in poop everywhere. And at the yeah. end of the day, your mother still has to do it anyways. <laughs> so it really, we really should just cultivate that habit of immediately returning. Like that's repentance yeah. is just instantly okay. turning the other way back to God. Like then, when, I know it might not feel like the right thing to do because you feel so nasty and dirty and like God, there's no way God wants me like this. But trust me, like He's yeah. there, just waiting. Like just, just turn, just turn, just come back. So I learned that the hard because there were times when I. I went through something where I committed sin and I was just like, oh God, I want to die here and I don't want to stand up. And you know, the enemy definitely wants to come. But any sin, it, the Bible talks about how sin doesn't separate us, but what it does yeah. from God, nothing can separate us from God. But what sin does is it mm-hmm. God doesn't move, you move, it makes you move because it feels so dirty and like, oh my god. There's no way God wants me, and and it's, it 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 opens the door for the devil yeah. to come and start telling you nonsense and making you doubt yourself and making you doubt your salvation. So the first thing to do, yes, you've sinned, okay. First thing to do, turn back to God immediately and just start that um, process. Like they won't think about it. Just number one, turn to Him immediately, and that's you know crying out to Him, praying, mm-hmm. asking for forgiveness, you know, spending time with Him, and that really helps and that really works the second thing for me is to yeah work on your mind i don't like the mind oh god who battle wrote that book was it just me yeah. about the yeah, something won. battlefield some the the battles that happen in your mind if you do not, if you take God out of the equation, you are dead. Like you are so, you are not going anywhere in life because the devil will just keep you trapped in this cycle of shame and condemnation. And so, it's so important. He <laughs> said this, but I feel like just yeah. to continue. It's so important to um, constantly renew your mind. Like there's a reason why the Bible yeah. tells us to renew our mind on a daily basis constantly constantly and then another thing with the mind is don't 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 get into that debate of mm. is it good or is it bad because sometimes there are some obvious bad like, right there's some obvious bad mm-hmm. things that like this is clearly bad but then there are some not so it's not bad you know but then you don't know if it's good it's like it's like you said with Instagram thing, you're not killing anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you're not having sex with anybody on Instagram. But if not, if if you don't use it wisely, it can yeah. be a trigger or you can do something else. It, it can, can become, become an idol. Lead to something, you know, sinful. Yeah. yeah, that too. So it's very important that with this the mind thing is, you know, getting rid of um asking for god's help to get rid of the voices of doubt and shame and condemnation and 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 that thing that helps with that um is first the holy spirit second word and that thing that helps is having people that we have said this before but just having people that are more spiritually mature than you or at least have dealt with and overcome it so that they can constantly remind you nope I remember, yeah. you know, I called you one time to talk about something, and you, I, 
I let it slide that I was feeling a certain way. When you immediately just countered and said, <laughs> no, you have been renewed, you have been trans. Like, you need people like that to immediately remind you of who you are because sometimes we forget. And so it's important to have those people because they immediately just challenge those negative voices in your head. Um, I think the third one for me is getting rid of pride. I'm, I realized one time God showed me that almost all sin, yeah. if not all sin, starts with pride of some shape mm. or form there's pride involved in it is it that thinking that you know more than god or that you That's know you can one, figure yeah. out the way that god hasn't figured out the way. like it's there is always there's always pride in it i remember so i started to do i got serious with this god mm-hmm. thing in 2016 and i was like okay i'm going to be celibate like i had tried before but I feel like 2016, yeah. I was on a whole other level spiritually, and I think I was better prepared for it as I was. I'm going to, you know, not have sex with anybody, mm. and it worked for two years. I was good, but then it got to the point where I was like, ah, I do. <laughs> like, ah, nothing can happen, and I'll just put myself yeah. in unnecessary situations. I, I I didn't realize at the time that that's what I was doing until I look back at myself. Because me and God like to do this yeah. thing where we, we do flashback yeah. <laughs> to kind of track <laughs> what went wrong and where it went wrong. Yeah. I, I realized that I had gotten to, I had, you know, boosted myself and told myself that nothing, ah, this is not sex. There's nothing that can make me have sex if I get married like I had that was where my oh head my was god. at and oh god, god once you let pride in the devil will just come like yes <laughs> let's dance on that grave <laughs> and I fell and it was so like the way I fell it was not even it was not even it was a god there were other ones that would have missed it it was just oh, I was like I felt because I was like, what? What? Like, it wasn't even the one that I thought that I would fall. It was the most unexpected, came out of nowhere. <laughs> it made me fall type situation. And that whole experience just showed me that you cannot yeah. afford to let any sort of pride, like, any, like, don't even start start to find yourself like, oh, yeah. You know, some people like, go and like, or people just talk, I'm like, yeah, I'm saying, like, you can't let pride in like you always have to remind yourself that you are living and breathing and doing every single yeah. thing including celibacy or whatever oh it is by the grace of god and not like this not nothing nothing yes. self-control is a fruit of the spirit and it's the, yeah. it's the holy spirit that helps you grow in that that fruit like there's nothing that you can do and achieve without god's help so it's very important this sin hangover thing <laughs> it's very important that you um, get rid of of pride and yeah. ask, you have to ask the Holy Spirit to help you spot it because it's so yeah. the devil is so crafty like you take that pride mm-hmm. and put it inside the middle of a cake mm-hmm. and that looks so good <laughs> or jello fries whatever it is that yeah. you know can get you to believe is good and so you always have to be aware that I can never get so comfortable with start thinking, oh, but I haven't mm. kissed someone in two years. So like, oh my God, I am the greatest to ever do it. 
nope, you can never, never till you die yeah. <laughs> get that comfortable, that prideful way. And like, ah, I'm, I can, I'm a bad boy, I can do it better myself. Like, it's always, you always have to remind and I, I think it keeps Definitely. us humble. I think it keeps us yeah. in the right frame of mind where we realize that without God, you know, it's just our flesh and our flesh will take over and we would be, I don't even know what. Um, so there's that. I think, hmm. I think that's all. I, think I, love, I love what you said about thing. pride though. I think it's such a big one and it's funny that we both touched on pride because I think that's a, that's a way, like you said, that the devil really just comes in um, and makes us just feel you know that we've got this we've got this you know i feel like the journey of becoming more christ-like is the journey of dependence on god depending on more yes, yeah and you know it kind absolute of goes, dependence it's like antithetical to what we think growth should be because when you when you grow up in the natural yeah you become more more independent of your parents yeah this one is like the reverse the more you grow in god the more reliant you are and doesn't that doesn't make you irresponsible because you know as we journey into maturity in christ and sonship we do take on more responsibility but you actually have to understand that everything that you Mm -hmm. have including your free will including Mm -hmm. your mind and your ability to make decisions is all surrendered to him and he's the one that moves through you so like you said the the ability the grace to be able to walk in freedom from whatever sin it is whether it's stealing some people are kleptomaniacs they can't help but steal some people are just liars yeah. <laughs> you know like abraham's family they just can't help it they just lie when there's no need like why must you lie that your wife is your sister twice fam like you know some people just can't help themselves and then you know you might get to a place where you're like ah fam i haven't told a line like eight years and you're feeling like the baddest guy you know just be careful just be careful the way that you will lie you will not just commit a you won't just tell a lie you will commit fraud on the level of hush puppy if you are not careful like that is the way that pride really sets us up for a fall because it's like you keep going higher and higher in your own mind and when the rug is pulled from under you you tumble and it's a painful fall so i think that's definitely something to watch out for that pride and just understanding that we really have to learn to lean back into the father's arms and understand that he is our support he's our strength Mm -hmm. Um, there's a song by sorry yeah you were going to say I think okay. oh no I just remembered there's this no, song no, by EWC um, Jacob she runs the We Are Bridal page on Instagram yeah there's this oh, yeah, amazing the page, page yeah. guys check it out if you haven't it's just amazing it's We Are Bridal um, there's this song that she had during one of those spontaneous worship sessions at T.Y. Bello's house. Um, it's a short clip, it's like three minutes. I'd be undone. And she says, if you leave me, I am undone. I would be lost without you, Lord. And I love yeah. it. I wish it was a song that was available 
on all streaming platforms because honestly it's such a reminder to me of how much i need god like we must never ever ever get to the point of thinking we've arrived once you start thinking you've arrived just be careful just be very careful (laughs) a fall is at the door (laughs) is at the door (laughs) but if you can rely on god and understand that he's your sufficiently sufficiency excuse me he's your strength he's your life he's your everything the more you rely on god the more like him you become the more you become one with him it's it's it's, it sounds crazy honestly because it's just complete opposite of what you know most people have been taught and how we do life in the natural but that's just the truth we have to rely on god so, yeah. I think I was going to say no, 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 I think <laughs> sorry, sorry for continuing. Um, okay, I was going to say that I think that's one of the reasons why uh, Bible tells us yeah. to come like as little children uh, because little right. children totally yeah. rely on their parents and they do it. They don't do it in a itk way it's just all they know and it's just how they it's just what is expected of them and we have to you know retrain ourselves to think that way that we constantly have to rely on god for everything and especially when it comes to you know saying and trying to be who he has called us to, to be and who he has made us to be i think another thing is constantly and this also mm-hmm. goes back to renewing our minds, yeah. constantly reminding ourselves of who we are, because those voices will come and tell mm-hmm. you, "But you did this yesterday, or you did this, mm-hmm. morning, or you thought of doing that yesterday, or you know, you, we all have the voices, and we have to immediately say, "Nope, yes, I know this is, you know, something that I'm struggling with, but this is not who I am. Like I know whose I am, I know who I am. I, it, it, it can seem." If you need yeah. to say it out, <laughs> say it out. Like if we need, if it's not enough, if you are saying it in your head and it's not working, say it. Out. And I know that sometimes you might feel like maybe, maybe I, I this just occurred to me that I think this is also for anyone mm. who just feels like I have really tried and I have tried and I have tried. I've gone for counseling. I've gone for um, deliverance. What's the thing where they remove demons from you? Um, deliverance yeah i've gone for all these things i've fasted and i've prayed i've slept on mountain i've done everything and it's not working like it'll work for a while and then two days later or three days later you know i'm back to that same and maybe maybe just this is who i am don't let yourself think that way like once you have to think that way yeah. the devil, that's the stronghold is there and the, the guy the, the devil is sitting on your destiny <laughs> don't just don't let yourself i think this is this if this whole thing this whole conversation is just to remind us to be hopeful yeah. that there is hope that as long as we wake up every day yeah. that God can help us be who he has called us to be who he has made us to be so don't don't get into that because I have actually I think I'm not talking to my old self because I have been that person where I struggled I, I was going through my journal that I started, mm. I started keeping since last year and I, I think I was just going through it and it was just sexual sin, sexual sin, sexual sin. It was like every day that every, every day that yeah. I put something down, there was yeah. sex attached to it, a loss attached to it. And it just felt like, oh God, <laughs> maybe this is who I am. 
(laughs) because i'm trying and you know i'll be good for a while and and that's the thing because the fall was so you know like how you said the rug was pulled off from under me and the fall was really it just felt like i didn't i couldn't see a way out to who I used to be, where I went two months without it. So it just like um two years without it. I was like, are you sure that this is not you know who I am? And thankfully, I was surrounded by people, and God would constantly find a way to just whether it was an Instagram post. Another thing is, um, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I just remembered this because I talked about Instagram. Another thing is we need to be. <laughs> I was going to say this with pride. Sometimes when pride comes in sometimes when pride comes in we think that we can get away with things and that's another thing i meant about the 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 Mm -hmm. things that are not so obviously bad because you know like i'm just watching a movie now there's nothing there you know but then the way these things work Mm -hmm. is that there's you see this planted what and that another seed is planted it might take a while but eventually that tree (laughs) will appear yeah so it's important that we don't think that don't, don't we don't think that we are too we've gotten to a stage where like hey, i can afford to mm-hmm. listen certain kinds of music or to have yeah. certain kinds of conversation and i will not be triggered nope there are certain songs that i used to listen to that i'm just like you know what i, I cannot, said this marriage because you know? i cannot do this to myself i, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot i cannot why why am for i no why reason. am i triggering um, myself for no reason so it's important yeah so it's important that you know you carefully mm-hmm. Girl, curate what you listen to curate. your timeline like anytime <laughs> yes like there's sometimes i know that maybe i'm i wake up one morning and i'm just not in the mood and then i go online and i see a post from uchi or i see a post from s from any of the s stars right and it just fires me <laughs> like okay in the drop if i'm gonna read the bible like it's important that your timeline the things that you're constantly consuming and you have access to are reminding you and pointing you to who you are serving yeah and not to what you are yeah that is so important um, you know dealing struggling with yeah and we've talked about i think we talked about it with this in the other episode that we did where i think basically the, the whole gist is just carry yeah. good consciousness about sin consciousness yes this is something i'm struggling with but if you focus too much like what you focus on is what will someone said that thing in church one time what you focus on is yeah what, who you what you behold is who you become right if you focus too much on sin it will just seem like that yeah. is who there is to you and that is who you ever be but you have to come like we are we have to the way the way we tend to work it's sometimes is it's not logical because we are we are uh sinners but we have been saved and we are so we have yeah. we are coming from a place of victory and logically that does not make sense because you're supposed to be like okay i need to win first then i can now <laughs> you know come from a place of victory but now you're like even now that i'm struggling i am still a victor i am still yeah, i am so still curious. help yes, me out you. here i just we we want to yeah you're standing yeah yeah even when it feels like you haven't even when it's like your body you are a prisoner trapped in your body and your body is making you yeah. want to do things you're like nope Mm-mm. and you know Mm-mm. what i think nope i think sometimes nope. we have to be okay with the struggle um, and by the struggle, I, I do. I mean, I don't mean okay with the sin. I think okay, with the struggle. 
okay with yeah, fighting you know because yeah. sometimes yeah. we just want relief but there's a scripture yeah. that talks about the, the testing of our faith um builds perseverance and perseverance mm-hmm. builds character and you know some other i've forgotten how exactly mm-hmm. it is but i love i love the verse and the way that it tracks and talks about yeah. building us up in the faith and bringing out that christ-like quality sometimes you actually need to fight through things to be better and that's it christianity is not about me myself and i it's about experiencing christ so that you can be his hands and feet to the world so a lot of times when we go through things it's for other people like i don't know who's listening to this podcast and who is dealing with masturbation or homosexuality or um same same sex attraction or lust or or stealing or whatever i think you can take comfort in the fact that i have overcome it enem has overcome it we've overcome these things and we're talking about it with you and we are still you know i can't speak for enem but i'm still in my own struggle and i still have to rely on god daily so if you're struggling fine you know it's fine if you if you never arrive at a place where you can let your guard down completely it might feel exhausting but you realize that you actually develop spiritual muscle as you keep doing that you know and god continues to supply the strength because the strength doesn't come from you even the strength to fight it doesn't come from you the strength of struggle it comes from god you know grace is what saves us from sin and continues to empower us to live a life of righteousness and holiness you know once we attain that right standing with god and by attain i mean enter into because we didn't really earn it in fact not even we didn't really earn it at all you know it's not by our works it's not by words lest any man should boast we got it free it was a free gift we entered into right standing with god the devil has no legal right to accuse you there is now no condemnation of for they who are in christ jesus and that means that once you stand before god you're perfect you're righteous you're complete but if in your earthly body you are fighting the temptation to slap the person that just annoyed you fam it's okay to fight that temptation you know it's okay if you know every time that somebody you know is driving nonsense in traffic you really want to you know tell them about how their grandmother is a whatever it's okay to fight it you know (laughs) and say i'm gonna bring my tongue under the subjection of jesus christ because i understand that there is power of life and death in my tongue i'm a child of god so i will not speak evil because evil and good cannot flow from the same fount so sometimes you have to actually tell yourself you know mm-hmm. like literally preach to yourself this life and encourage yourself the yeah. bible says david encouraged himself in the lord he asked himself why so downcast oh my soul you know let everything that is within me praise the lord sometimes we have to speak to ourselves and be like uche in a we can't keep doing like this we have to focus on the word of god so whoever you are that's listening to this you might sometimes have to come yeah. to a place where you're just being stubborn and staying and fighting and preaching to yourself and telling yourself this because you have to understand that this present suffering is momentary even if it's for even if you live a hundred years with it it's still nothing compared to the glory that is to come 
the bible says to him who overcomes mm-hmm. i will give to sit at the right hand of my father just as i overcame and now sit at the right hand of my father's throne so there is a prize ahead for running this race to completion there is a gift there is a glory that is ahead that is far greater than any struggle that we might be facing now you know this the bible says that jesus for the joy that was set ahead he endured the cross despising the shame but still he stayed there you know not my will but yours be done you know father forgive them for they know not what they do that is restraints restraints he had the power to break free from all of that but yet he restrained himself and suffered through it he made himself subject to the cross and that is what we're called to do was called to be like christ to reign in our bodies and hold ourselves accountable and you know suffer through some things you know we don't like suffering mm. as human beings but jesus we think as in the world suffering is just like the word, so. he always reminds me of those um cried for help movies i don't know if you watch them with interior to Vanos. god that when i think of suffering i always think of those movies she suffered jesus christ no no no, no, no. it was not it was not it but suffering is part of life jesus says in this life you will have trouble he didn't say you may have trouble or you might you will have the trouble yeah. you know it's not a variable the is constant solve for constant k at the x constant i think i think there's another thing sometimes that that makes us fall because we think yeah I, i'm a christian now so everything is fine so i can i don't have to, to do anything i can just you know go and live in that yeah everything is fine and everything is fine i won't do but at all you can't just go and live in <laughs> like mm-hmm. obviously trouble will come and you need to okay. be prepared for it but um something that i just remember before we round this up uh, something i just remembered is be my first point about um, mm. immediately going back to God's arms is it helps when right. you know the person that we say we are serving. Some of us say we are serving God and we know who we serve, but yeah. when we think of God is fear. And we should fear God, yeah. but more of the reverence one, terrible. not the yeah. God the moral monster I want to run away from him no not that one because when you think of God like that when that is your perspective mm. of God why why, how can you run to him you can't mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. He's, he's going to carry mm-hmm. and beat you and lock you up and punish you for 500 years yeah. before you now say okay let's talk about it <laughs> but the God I serve is not that good mm-hmm. like God is so good and loving that me i'm like that's yeah. why i'm because i don't understand yeah. <laughs> like it is humanly not possible to be as loving as this because as, as, as human beings you know someone does something to you you're you're even when you say you forgive and you you want to forgive mm. you're like I'm, i still need some time <laughs> to you know get over this but god will just exactly. go see the son. immediately he was even waiting for the guy was even standing outside waiting for him so it's important he wasn't I think that having he that ran to meet him as love because yeah. ran to him yeah 
I think having that image of God yeah. as love, because that's who he really is, it makes it so much easier because you stand up and you go, Daddy, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I'm really sorry. As opposed to God, who are fucking God, God, oh God, oh God, oh God, you beat me, you beat me, you beat me. Okay, I'll just hide here. That's what um, yeah. Adam and Eve did, you know, like after they ate the thing and God came into the garden and was like, where are you? And shame and everything came in and just like, let's hide from this guy. But God doesn't want that for us. God wants us to know exactly who we serve and he is love and he, he would, I imagine like I'm not even a, I'm not a parent yet, but I'm, I have younger ones and I would, I would rather they come to me with their problems let me be mad let them come to me with their problems instead of going to someone else that doesn't have their best um interest that had and now this is just me and i can never my love is zero compared to you know god's love and that is even his entire nature so he would rather we come to him with all the people all over us and my god i I fell down again We, we would rather that yeah. than us try to fix it ourselves or us think mm-hmm. that we have we are too sinful to come to him now nah. now nah. god is love and he really wants to show us who he is and he really wants us to come to him we can't we can't we can't yeah we can't do any of this without him yeah. i think i think you've any last word done a perfect <laughs> job i think that's the most important thing to end it on the love of God constant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. On that note, thank you so much, Uchi. Like we can anytime I talk to you guys, Thanks, it's just like I there's something I <laughs> I know, I know, I know you're, I know, I know you're always, I know you're waiting, I know you're always saying that I'm always watching, but no, seriously, there is this thing that I feel, it's never feeling, feeling, because we don't, we don't work by feelings, we work by, you know, but something stronger than that, but there is just this thing that I enjoy, that I feel and I experience when I talk to you, and I'm so glad for the opportunity for other people to hear it, because, oh, well, thank selfishness you. to want to keep you it to myself, watch. so, I was like, but I other people need before. to hear this. God's vessel. Fully wash, like fully guys. <laughs> People can hear the wash so, but thank you so much. Thank you. Like anyway, I'm about to put you on I'm about to put you on blast and I, I will apologize privately. They always say it's better to ask for forgiveness than to Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much. Uche is about to start the podcast soon, yeah. and I'm so excited. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So I'm so excited because people will get to really hear all of this wisdom and all of this amazingness that only the us that are, you know, close to her in real life get to hear. So I can't wait for it. But while we are waiting for that one, <laughs> thank you for, for coming me. on this episode. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Thanks, you know. Thank God you bless them. you. God bless this <laughs> platform. May God always, 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 always be your yeah. banner and be your shield and continue to amplify your yeah. voice even as you've surrendered it to Him. I pray that everyone that listens to this podcast is blessed, mm-hmm. that the blessings of Abraham will be upon them, that they will connect to Christ and find Him for who He really is 
not what culture says that he is not what they think that he is i pray that they experience the love of christ that is lavished on us without measure the fullness of his love i pray that each person encounters because his love is stronger than death it's stronger than anything that anyone could ever face in jesus name amen Mm -hmm. okay thanks guys until next time bye